Hannah Kaplan, and this is the WCS Wild Audio Podcast, where you'll find reported audio stories covering the latest news and newsmakers from the Wildlife Conservation Society's Global Conservation Program, Zoos and Aquarium, and their many partners. We've got a great show today, so let's get to it. Many people think of the Amazon as a vast, highly intact tropical forest, but it's also the largest freshwater system in the world. It's the most biologically diverse place on Earth and home to hundreds of indigenous peoples and traditional cultures. There are also two important species of catfish. Dan Rosen explains. The Amazon River system starts on the eastern edge of the Andes Mountains in South America, and it flows out toward the Atlantic Ocean. When you break it down by the numbers, the Amazon is just staggering. In total, it accounts for about 15% of all the fresh water discharged into the oceans on Earth. There are 47 million people that live there, and they rely on a healthy Amazon for their livelihoods. There are also over 2,500 resident freshwater fish species. That's roughly 20% of the freshwater species we know about on Earth. Two particularly notable and big ones are the Dorado and Manitoba catfish. So the Dorado and the Piramutaba, or also called um, Manitoba in Spanish, in fact, are the largest migratory catfish in South America with an ecological and commercial importance in the Amazon where they really distribute. That's WCS Peru director Mariana Montoya. Mariana says these catfish can also grow to three meters in length, and they migrate massive distances. The Dorado in particular is known to travel 11,000 kilometers round trip. That's like swimming from North America to Northern Africa and back. They migrate from the spawning areas located in the, in the Andes, in, in the base of the Andes, in the different Andean countries. Uh, and they migrate to breeding areas no, at the mouth of the Amazon River in the Atlantic Ocean at the estuary in, in Brazil. So it's really a long, a long distance migration. Today, like so much of the Amazon, these fish are threatened. In particular, the catfish are facing overfishing and hydroelectric dams that block their migration routes and prevent them from completing their life cycles. Protecting them is important, Mariana says. In the Amazon, recent studies show that the flooded forests, rivers, lakes, and other wetlands or freshwater ecosystems covered like a 14% of the Amazon basin. But to persist, they need to maintain this connectivity I mentioned before, no? the longitudinal connectivity um, from the rivers, from the Andes to the Amazon, but also this lateral connectivity between the forest and the rivers. And these species, these catfish, these long-distance mi- migratory fish are like sentinels for that connectivity that needs to be maintained. Another reason the Dorado and Manitoba are important, Mariana says, is their large predators. They help maintain balance in this rich ecosystem. And and another important thing I would say is that migratory species, including these two, are the most important fish captured in the commercial fisheries in the Amazon. Sustaining the economy and food security, as I said, of millions of people in the Amazon, including one, one and a half million approximately of indigenous people. Now, these fish have been nominated for new protections under the Convention on Migratory Species which is having its triennial Conference of the Parties meeting starting on February 12th. At this meeting, governments come together to make decisions about conservation of species like this that need collaboration across borders. WCS and its partners are supporting the catfish nomination as a way to spawn regional collaboration around protecting the fish and the basin. Yeah, that's what we hope, no? Uh, that this this inclusion at CMS will really uh, trigger that collaboration between the different countries that share this this Amazon basin. 
Local fishers, indigenous peoples, local communities, and the private sector will also be key. This type of collaboration between countries is a common outcome from CMS meetings, says WCS's Vice President of International Policy, Sue Lieberman. What's really important about this meeting, it's not just about what individual countries do, but for migratory species, it's about the collaboration between countries and conservation organizations across the range of these species. In addition to the catfish proposal, there are two others WCS is championing. One, Sue says, would provide maximum protection to the critically endangered sand tiger shark. And the third proposal is to provide for transboundary cooperation among the governments on the guanaco, a species found in the, the Andes in South America. The hope for this meeting is not just to see these species proposals passed, but also that the governments will come together and make commitments on what they really need to do to ensure the ecological integrity of the habitats, the ecosystems for these migratory species, to make sure that their habitats have connectivity, but also that their threats to these species are reduced. The gathering in Uzbekistan will be the first for CMS since before the COVID-19 pandemic. A WCS delegation will be on hand to share its expertise and recommendations. For WCS Wild Audio, I'm Dan Rosen. This special episode was produced and reported by Dan Rosen with help from Hannah Kaplan and Nat Moss. The WCS Wild Audio podcast is a production of the Wildlife Conservation Society. We'll be back soon with our fourth season. In the meantime, check out previous episodes you may have missed, and don't forget to rate or review the podcast wherever you listen.